Painkiller Nearly, episode 349. How are you, boys? Good. Doing good. Kyle, I'm almost out of the hole of the oh, St. Yeah. Louis, Colorado. Or actually, yeah. no. We have to remove the death pool from that because otherwise I'm not even close to out of the hole. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm close to out of the hole now. But unfortunately, they don't have any more games yet this season, so you win by $5, I think, is the way yeah. it works. Yeah, unless somehow we both make it to the playoffs and play against each other. So what that would need to happen is Colorado's already clinched, but they would need to get to first place above Vegas, which is very possible. And then St. Louis just needs to stay in fourth. And then, yeah, they would play a seven-game series, which just like, you know how there are some like worst teams in any sport where it's like, let's say the Braves are way better than the Marlins. I don't know baseball. But for some reason, every time you play the Marlins, you're like, these fucking Marlins, how are, they're just built to beat the Braves. What is wrong with that? Like, that's how the Blues are for Colorado most of the time. Like, a bunch of the injuries change that. But, like, you go to the Colorado Avalanche Reddit. Like, I almost all my Reddit use now is going to the different hockey teams and, like, reading about it. And they'll be like, give us Vegas. Give us fucking anyone but St. Louis because they got something on us. We always lose to St. Louis because our players are too afraid of getting hit really hard. Yeah. You know, or whatever it is. And so I would much rather take on Colorado – than Vegas. If the Blues play Vegas in the first round, Vegas is just too skilled for us. They'll just they'll roll us. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know. Ex- I know what that's like. Yeah, there's certain matchups where it's like when the playoffs come around, it's like, oh, we got to play against the Saints. Yeah, like, we got to play against <laughs> the Saints. Like, like every fucking time, like they've always got some like freak of nature running back, and they, yeah. it's, or, oh, oh, it's, it's the Yankees in the series. Great. Great. Yeah, great. <laughs> this couldn't be one of the years they didn't want to win, so they, they they dropped their salary by 40 mil. Great. I remember that. That happened in like 99, I think. Like they just decided it. not to win? Well, no. Like, like the Yankees every now and then decide to win. So they oh, just yeah. up their like salary mm-hmm. to like a quarter billion. Back then mm-hmm. it would have been a quarter billion. Now it's probably three and a quarter. Oh, in fact, yeah. that's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Like nine, I'm talking about like 1999. And it was uh-huh. – and I just remember, I'm pretty sure that was the year the Braves made it to the series – uh, Might have been the year of John Rocker making all those crazy inflammatory comments about Jew York and uh, and uh, F slurs on the subway and all that shit. And like it, it was just a real controversy. And and, and at the same time, we're like to be a baseball fan, though. It was a fun time to be a Braves fan, especially because it was just like like They're going so in like like we had no hope. I had no hope like like as a as a whatever I was, a 12, 13 year old or something like that. I was mm-hmm. just like. Oh, the Yankees. Oh, I, Damn. I okay. Okay. Well, we're just the Atlanta Braves. We just happened to to like be real scrappy this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although we had won the series like four years prior. So it was like, yeah, we're gonna win it every four or five years. There was also that kind of mindset, but no, yeah. the fucking Yankees. I don't remember how many games it went. I if, if I had to guess, we won one, maybe two games, but probably have they been back one. since? Or is that the their series? last appearance? The World Series, yeah. I think not that I remember, but like, it's kind of a blur, you know, and there were mm-hmm. years where I just didn't care at all. And I was super busy or, uh, or just drugged out. So like, I can't really remember, <laughs> but, um, last year obviously was, uh, our, our best shot. Like, like if we mm-hmm. had won, all we had to do was like win one more game against the Dodgers. We had them like down three games to one or something and a, you know, mm. be, you know, best of seven. So oh you know, yeah, you need, you need one more win, get that fourth win, and uh, and we let them come back and win three straight and beat us. And then uh, I don't recall who the Dodgers had to play in the series last year, but we would have beaten them easily. Like it would have been, it would have been no problem because like it, it was just a bad matchup for them. We'd have won the series last year if we could have just clinched one more fucking game. And yeah, so I have no not, idea. That was a real sad time for. Kyle. I have no idea who gun to my head. I have no idea who won the World Series last year. It was the Dodgers. Oh, it was? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I say, like, like all the Braves I had to do was win. The Dodgers lost, but that the Braves would have rolled that other Oh, team. no, see, that's the thing. Like, we were so competitive against the Dodgers that we took it to the, the seventh mm-hmm. game in our playoff series, and we had them down three games to one. And, like, there was one game where we blew them the fuck out, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, like, both of us had explosive offenses and real good pitching. It was, it was just like, oh, man, these are the t- best two teams in baseball. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the series and the American League team. Again, I, I can't recall who it was last year, but I, it was one of those years, I think, where the Yankees and the Red Sox didn't feel like winning. So it was probably like the Brewers or somebody or some some no-name team, whatever. 
But uh, but yeah, no yeah. name team. Dude, some no name team you've never even uh, heard of. Talking Tampa about matchups. There you go. Exactly. Fair <laughs> enough. The Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> Talking about matchups. There was a UFC fighter named Matt Hughes. Right back in the early two thousands. Not only was he the best 170 pounder in the UFC, but he was in that conversation for best unarmed combat human to have ever walked the earth, right? He was just fucking badass. But he had a loss on his record to this guy named Dennis Hallman. Dennis Hallman's good, but eh. So they give him a rematch. Dennis Hallman beats him again. So then... A little time passes, right? Now he's in the middle of this, like, defending the belt, defending the belt, defending the belt. He's got, like, five, six defenses in a row. He's just fucking amazing. And they're like, dude, you want to take on Dennis Holloman again? And he had this great line. He goes, nah, that guy's a bum. The only thing he can do is beat me. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want him. Apparently, this guy, Dennis Holloman, I just looked it up, never heard of him in my life. Uh, this guy takes every fight available. He's 53 and 20. <laughs> that's it. That's He's 2 I, and 0 I, against Matt Hughes. Yeah. 76 total fight. That seems like a lot. Maybe I'm going overboard. It is a lot. I feel like sometimes you'll like hear about someone where it's like, oh, so and so, you know, the, the Titan of the mid 2000s. You look at his record and it's like, wow, 13 and 1. Yeah, and then you just quit, quit in 2007, huh? Part of it, sometimes guys have a lot more fights than you think, but they're not all MMA mm-hmm. fights. Like Adesanya yeah, is a kickboxing. Good yeah, yeah. Sometimes or, guys uh, come, the wrestlers and they're kickboxers. And yeah, go ahead, Kyle. And you'd often see those guys that come out of um, Thailand, mm-hmm. like with like fucking 80 pro fights or something. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, how old is he? Because you've like never heard of like Boom Boom Pow. Yeah. And like you, you see Boom Boom Pow and you're like, he's a kid. Like he's, 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 He's 23 years old and he's got 87 pro fights. Like, yeah, yeah. His first was when he was nine. It's like, like they start so fucking early over so, there. And, oh, and yeah. like, like oh, our version of combat sports at like that age is like rinky dink. Like I remember I was in karate, right? When I was yeah. seven or eight, <laughs> Me too. Me too. like, and we would spar, but it was just like, we had those cushy gloves and it's like seven-year-old can't hurt another seven-year-old with a punch i mean like, like every now mm-hmm. and then you'd, you'd tap somebody a little bit but it was like nothing it was nothing meanwhile they're over there like kicking bamboo poles deadening the nerves yeah. in their shins at seven <laughs> oh, yeah, is interesting because like there, there's two parts of this on one side they don't seem to believe in concussions like they're an mm-hmm. urban myth or something like that like concussions <laughs> nah I don't care you shake it off the next day and then you're a hundred percent again that's not how it works the other side of it is they seem to take a little less damage like when you lose in a ufc fight you know especially at that level that other guy is wrecked they they, mm-hmm. they put like four or five shots to an unconscious downed opponent just to be sure he's double tri- we want to be triple sure he's down and didn't want to fight anymore in thailand as badass as those fights are like when a guy is going down it's the ref's job to catch his head while he's falling to make mm-hmm. sure that it doesn't take that one extra blow it's the ref's job. They stop it after the first heavy hit. It's kind of nice. Yeah, dude, you should see the refs are athletic, diving and catching fighters as they go down. It's cool. Why don't we yeah. do that? Like that. We do the opposite. Be more entertaining. Yeah, they push them faster. No. <laughs> yeah, right. No, the fighters. Like if 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 the fighter is knocked out, a lot of times they don't have a good memory of that. Like. Uh, the events that mm-hmm. led to it, and they claim that they weren't knocked out, that they were fine. That just ref, happened. The ref yeah, blew yeah. it. Yeah, who was it? Wei Lee. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, she, and and I blame it on Chinese people being bad sports. You think that she's a bad sport, and that she was just, and that she knew she got she knocked out. She saw the replay. Like 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 what Woody suggested is absolutely right. Like oftentimes, like somebody will get knocked the fuck out, and they that memory disappears for them. They just went into a black hole. Okay, and they come out of that black hole and and like it's not like, oh, I'm missing time. It's like, the fuck did you call the fight for? He hit me. I fell. I hopped right back up. They don't they have no memory of that slow, awkward fall where they were like locked up. And then a guy hit him three times in the the three hammer fists while they were unconscious. They They got no memory of that. (laughs) That didn't that didn't happen for them. It's it's like a it's like the record skipped. And but 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 like Wei Lee. She's watching on the jumbotron. She sees her go hit the ground, eyes rolling around in her head, and then boom, boom, 
boom. And then she's just like laying there taking it. And if Rose keeps going, it's just like, well, I'll just hammer you into the fucking ground eventually. Like I, I, I'll kill you. So the and, ref- and, and she's and, she's yeah. debating with the ref saying you stopped it too early. Meanwhile, yeah. her legs are like that scene when Bambi learned to walk on ice. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. she just like skating her like what? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. What's the problem? And it's she like, just yeah. clearly concussed. Yeah, yeah but uh, I have I give her so Kyle says bad sport. Nah, I, 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 like Joe Rogan, for example, doesn't interview people who just got knocked out because True. sometimes they you know they say things they regret. They don't know what's not themselves. Up. Um, so I, I gave her that benefit of the doubt. Fair enough. Um, I think she had a lot riding on this. I don't know if you watched, you know, they do those sort of like the UFC is good about this. They, they do a little character study of, especially when there's main events like this. And, uh, so they showed like where she lives, trains, eats her family life and all that stuff. It is abysmal. You got to keep in mind Taylor. this, this woman is like the champion of her weight class China. in the UFC in China. Yeah. And uh, and and she's like a big deal. She's got like f- over a billion mentions on on their version of Twitter or something like that. She's That's got like five hundred, <laughs> I think five million followers or five hundred million followers. Five million seems much more feasible. I think. It's does. Like some, yeah, it, it, it's like outrageous. Like social media numbers in China. Like she's the biggest thing there for MMA. And China's not even like setting her up in a mansion or like anything Dude. like that. It looked like when they do those uh, documentaries about North Korea, it like like her kitchen looked like the poorest kitchen I've ever seen in my life in America. Like 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 I don't know. Like, like I don't I don't I don't mean to be like cruel or mean or shitty or anything, but like maybe you've ever gone to like a poor friend's house and you're like, man, I've got it good. You know, you don't you, you you're fucking happy to like eat like whatever's served. You're polite. You're nice. But when you leave, your thought process isn't what a loser his family's poor it's i'm blessed i'm yeah. so fortunate that that my mother I realized how cool it was that all my drywall is painted there you go it, <laughs> I, I didn't realize how cool it was to not have peeling wallpaper in my in my in my home and it for her to be three different kinds of wallpaper in one room you know i, I didn't realize how how fortunate i am that there aren't cleaning supplies dangling from the ceiling in the kitchen like hanging from like misshapen hooks that someone clearly made by hand <laughs> like like it, it looked like organizing. it looked like that North Korean like lifestyle where they're they're like, and this is our light bulb. It was provided oh. by the state. Yes, yes. Two hours a month of light. Eight watts. Eight <laughs> watts. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> many lumens. Many lumens provided by the great leader. They're, like like she's living in this real poor like situation. And I'm sure there it's like why is fine. she poor? The UFC must pay. Her. She's a champion. Mm, I don't I don't know what China does. Yeah, to I don't. People. I, I, Maybe they think that she's hungry or poor. There was um, when Ronda Rousey did her first fight. I think it was against Liz Carmucci, but I'm not positive on that. In any case, they did that character study into the UFC, sort of what they're doing. And you've got Ronda. Ronda's situation was like Drago from Rocky Four, I think. And, uh, you know, she's hitting mid. She's got all these trainers, state of the art. This is my boxing guy. This is my, my grappling guy. I come from an Olympic background. Every advantage. Liz Carmucci, she's like, I'm so exhausted. I wish I didn't have to work full time while I prepared for the championship mm-hmm. fight. <laughs> like, I have no money. Uh, this is just me. Like, I don't know. There's, there's 12 year olds in my training classes while I try to get better. <laughs> it's rough. It's yeah, rough. It was so unfair. Yeah. This is my, like, I'm just, I just looked up her kitchen to try and see. Uh huh. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't get it. Is she at a friend's house or something? And they're no, filming because so what do you like, link, look, link what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. And, and, and they were like, so it's they were like interviewing different. her and her, uh, and her like coach or whatever. And they're all eating together in like this group and around the kitchen. And, and he's like, all she does is eat and train and sleep. That is all she does. And then they go to her and she's like, all I do is eat and train and sleep. Yes. Very focused. <laughs> she, she, she's like, I had many weaknesses. Like, you know, of course, like these Chinese athletes have no like bravado about them yeah. like because you're not allowed to. She's like, I had many weaknesses, many, many weaknesses. And I have spent this time addressing them and conquering my weaknesses and becoming greater. I, I will never be perfect. I will never be the best me. But I, all I can do is try my best. And it's just like, oh my God, Rose has to fight this fucking monster. This is terrifying. She this is like someone up. from the 19th century. Dude, like, 
everybody underestimates Rose, me included, right? Every time. Every time. It, it, every time Rose fights, every time, I'm sorry, Rose wins, it's a fluke. Because she could never beat that monster she just beat. So they make a rematch. It's going to happen again. Yep. Uh, you know, I, More convincingly. <laughs> she's always the underdog. And she's so sweet. She wins the title. She's crying. She's like, I just want everyone to be nice to each other. And it's like, she probably sucks at fighting. I don't know why she has a gold belt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then she does it again. Like, Taylor, they put her up against, a couple years ago, they put her up against this chick named Joanna Janjacek. Very difficult name to spell. Almost yeah. as hard to pronounce. And this chick is terrifying. She's, I want to say she had been champ for five years or something like that. Sounds like let's, so, let's say that's eight wins in a row or something nice like that. Season. Yeah. Just a monster, just conquering everyone. That's not even close. It's, it's like head and mm -hmm. shoulders. She's the best there's ever been. And now Rose has to fight her. And it's like, oh no. Rose comes out and knocks her the fuck out with one punch, like 30 seconds in. And everybody's like, fluke, fluke rematch in five months bitch let's see what you got now she comes back and she's like well i guess you don't like flash knockouts let me do a five round war where i just beat the shit out of joanna jan jacek and outclass her mm -hmm. in every part of the mixed martial arts game i'll out wrestle her mm -hmm. i'll out box her I'll, I'll maintain distance better than her i'll have better cage management than her i'll just show that i am head and shoulders the best there's ever been and she does it, it, it was it was beautiful Two in a row. And then you want a young Jacek, like also a bad loser is just like, I, I, she's like struggling to come up with a reason why it wasn't fair. Like the second time she lost. Cause the first time she'd be like, Oh, fluke. She, she just hit me once. You know, mm -hmm. I, it, was a, it was a lucky shot. You know, I, I stubbed my toe. But then the yeah. second time it's like, we spent 25 minutes determining. It, didn't this. she knock her out again? Am I wrong on this? I could be wrong. You, I, I could be wrong too. Um, I just, I, I thought it went five rounds. I'm checking. It's not super important. Yeah, it, it's, Rose. One of them went five rounds. You're right. It, she won a unanimous decision. I was wrong. But ever yeah, since it's, then, that that ruined this poor lady Joanna's confidence. Yes. Now she's getting beat up by Zhang Weili and Valentina Shevchenko. Zhang Weili is very good. Well, That's see, the girl that see, Rose just she see, still beat up Michelle Waterson. Yeah. See, see, that? see, see. Those three fights are. You might be. I, I, I like how you interpreted that because that's that, that, that's a perfect segue into like, no, Wei Li is the scary Chinese champion who lives in the rustic kitchen. All right. She's the monster. It's like, yeah, she lost her. And it, it, by the way, it's the best women's fight there's ever been. That that fight. Yoani on Jacek versus Wei Li. If anybody out there is like want to like dip their toes into mixed martial arts or maybe you're the, one of those people who's just like skips women's MMA for some reason. Just try to find that fight. Joanna Janjacek versus Wei Li. Joanna has this um, hematoma on her forehead at one point. And by at one point, I mean for half the fucking fight <laughs> that makes her look like a goddamn Klingon from Star Trek. And Wei Li is hitting it over and over. And it looks like you are like inflating. It looks like uh, uh, practical effects from the 80s. Yeah. How they would, <laughs> they would just like inflate a thing on, some, on top of somebody's actual skin. It doesn't yeah, yeah. look real. She looks gruesome and uh, incredible, incredible fight, the, 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 that fight. And then uh, the, the other loss she had with Valentina Shevchenko, she's the bullet. Okay, Valentina mm -hmm. Shevchenko, there are three women out there who are just the greatest there's ever been at their weight class. And they are Amanda Nunez, a Valentina Shevchenko, and Rose Nama Yunus. Those three women are in three different weight classes, and they are unbeatable in their weight classes. Actually, Amanda's in two weight classes, and she's unbeatable in both of them. Both of them, yes. Yeah. Cyborg was in one of them, and she was unbeatable until she met Amanda. Amanda Nunez, yes. yes. So now Amanda is the 145 and 135 champion. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko will, it will be the 125 champion until she's 45. And Rose Nama <laughs> Yunus is the current champion at 115, and I don't see that changing um, anytime mm -hmm. soon. Yeah, well, this lady clearly got fucked up. I mean, she doesn't look human anymore, right? No. She doesn't look like the same person. No. No, not at all. Well, in one of them, she's dressed up nice, and, and in the other one, the, the blood looks like she's got braces, but I'm sure that's a mouth guard. Mouth guard. Braces. 
that would be oh that would be terrible <laughs> oh that's welcome to the orthodontic fighting league <laughs> where we put braces on our fighters right before the bout yeah, everybody every single fight one round ah oh, just fucking quit man this is bullshit look at that forehead. i wonder yeah. what it feels i want to poke it with my finger yeah like, like how how stiff is it yeah how is, is it, it like it a like, white cantaloupe is indented. it like Boogie's leg where you press it and it just like stays there for a second? Like a, like a lymphedema? It could be. It, like like, the, like when you make one of those like amorphous solids or whatever, like where it's just like lots of cornstarch and water. Oh, where like you can fluid. Yeah. Yeah, a non-Newtonian fluid. Yeah, that's that that's the trick. Yeah. Where where like if you press slowly, you can depress it. But if you hit it quickly, it's like a rock. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was taking all those punches, you know, not denting in. But if you were to just stick your finger in, it'd be like raw dough. Yeah, man. I love Rose. Um, like, like yeah. I've never cared so much for a sports, um, sportsman, sportswoman, whatever, like an athlete is what I'm looking for mm -hmm. as I do for Rose Nama Yunus. I, I genuinely care about her and want good things for her. I love her. I was just about I, to say, I, she's I, the Chris Pratt of MMA. It's like, yeah, I just hope that things go well for her. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I genuinely hope she's happy right now, wherever she is. Like, like, like I, I care about her genuinely and thoroughly. Like, like she is a wonderful human being and an incredible fucking athlete. And I, I, I love her. I Wasn't really she do. like 14 when she moved in with Pat Barry and started fucking? Ignore that. Interesting. Well, well, that's, that's another plot. We'll like, ignore that. Onion. Um, I hope she, I don't too. I hope she's at the corner happy and healthy. Pat Barry pulls that slider on Tinder all, all the way to the <laughs> left and then some. He breaks that bitch off at the corner. <laughs> um, Pat Barry's potential pedophilia aside, huge fan of bros. I don't know who Pat Barry is. He's her boyfriend, husband, coach, all uh, the above. I don't know. Oh, they claim they met when she was eighteen. Cool, but they had already been dating for four years. Look at, when Ro they met. Look at, look at Woody defaming. <laughs> No, no, it was really athlete. 14. <laughs> they just yeah. changed their history. Well, she's, I mean, and, and the unfortunate. This isn't very impressive at all. And the most unfortunate part about that, Woody, is she's not one of those girls who looks much older than her age. Like, she still looks <laughs> She still looks borderline. 14. <laughs> yeah. She still looks borderline. Like, like, like I don't know. Um, very beautiful girl. Um, I, I, I love yeah. the shaved head. Like, like, I don't think it's necessarily all that attractive. Like, when she had long hair, it was really cute um, well, obviously so, yeah. this is going to be maybe a little controversial and, and what have you so mm -hmm. here's the deal pat barry was 28 she was 14 that wait that's the age cap yes <laughs> fuck oh but, there's no coming back from this uh now she is 28 herself and they're still mm -hmm. together does the fact that they stayed together undo the pedo aspect of it at all honestly <laughs> Honestly, if anything, it makes it look more like grooming. Like, I, I think I, I for that kind of stuff. Look, it's 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 not for me to judge. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, not she, for me to judge. I will I absolutely what, judge I don't the 28 year old who's taking a 14 year old on dates. That's I don't what think it's a pedophile. <laughs> does. That's what a pedophile does. How can you be that bold and that courageous, Taylor? <laughs> I know. I feel like, and I'm I'm in the minority. Yes, you are. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's a good policy, but I think this this may be um, an instance where it, it it really was love, and maybe you had a, a very immature Pat Barry and a very mature Rose Namajunas. That's what I'm going to hope. I believe I Taylor's anti pedo stance makes him in the minority in YouTube in general. I, mean, I, I think it's wildly inappropriate. Um, <laughs> it, it, but but the fact that they have stayed together does suggest that that it's true love and 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 not anything all that weird. That's actually um, what I was getting at. Yeah. It, it, like, yeah. You know, so, it, oh, oh, you see oh, that shit in her every defense, Disney cartoon is the same fucking thing, by the way. Every one of those princesses in a Disney movie, like like Google how how old like <laughs> like like the little mermaid i think the little mermaid's 16 by the way when she fucking gets some fake legs and goes and fucks that prince yeah and he mm -hmm. would have been thrown in jail but here's well, the he's thing he's that the makes prince. her a he little more adult prince. so while she did look young like kyle said um she was like on her own supporting herself or something she had like a super bad family situation so even at a young age she was kind of behaving as an adult and moved in with pat berry like an adult romantic relationship kind of too young right right too young 
but it's not it is not an adult romantic relationship like the the power imbalance there of a literal like big like in the middle of puberty child and a 28 year old adult man who's been an adult man for many years now like that that's beyond the pale you know what i mean i don't you know, like it in, in business and, and in the eyes of the u.s government when you support yourself you can sign your own contracts and make your own decisions if you are a tw the kind of 28 year old man that invites a 14 year old girl to live with him and begin a sexual relationship is a pedophile is like that's and just because he has convinced her that it's not that way like that's yeah. that's beyond the pale there's I don't no, like it at all I, like, no, like, like I there are cultural differences here is he from Florida maybe oh, yeah, God. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> like, like like this whole time I've been viewing it from Rose's point of view Groom. And like, 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. I just imagined like I'm Pat Barry and I'm just like, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, 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 like when I think of it like that, like, like someone who's half your age when you're 28, like, like half your age when you're 40, for some reason I have no issue with. She's an adult. She's not 14. Half She's your age when you're 36. I also have no issue with, um, you know, like, but half but, your age when you're 18, the, problem. the chasm Jesus. of 24 <laughs> to eight, or I'm sorry, eight, 14 to 28 is just like. It's you were her age now when she was like semen. Like, okay, come okay. on. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me, guys. What is the worst time to date someone half your age? When you're 100. 150? That's fine. They're both consenting adults. Oh, I thought I was you see where you know, I'm going like, with this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is the most scandalous time, right? If you're one, it's yeah. not scandalous at all. It's tw It's, it's got to be like 18 and nine. That is bad. Like, like that's the worst. It's yeah. got to be because. Eight? Because the 18-year-old is now a legal adult. He's crossed mm. that threshold mm. while at the same time being with someone who is literally as young as possible while sticking to your rule set. I think that's probably, yeah. 18 yeah, and 9 is a good one. I just had in my one. head, like, how does 30 and 15 rank? Because I see a 30-year-old as, like, a really seasoned adult decision maker. They got that year old brain capacity going on. Yeah. 15-year-old's still a kid. They can't even drive. Right, like, they they live with their parents. They have an experience. They're they're under the shelter of an adult. Yeah, the thirty year old probably has a mortgage, and the and the and the fifteen year old doesn't have a driver's license. They're right? like they're, still at the they're at the end of their bike phase. That's yes. what they are, and you've had a mortgage for almost a decade. For, for like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, or another way to look at it is is pops when I have my license. another way to look at it is you could easily at thirty have a twelve year old. Mm. child okay. of your own 25 and a half and 12 like I'm your sorry. child could be going to school with that 15 year old and like it, it, like 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 easily that's how they meet 25 that's and how 12. they meet that's how they meet. <laughs> they meet oh you would love you would love my dad <laughs> he's the best like do you remember those creepy teachers in grade school or not no no it was, i guess it was middle school and in your head like teachers are always way older than you think they are like i remember mm. Like even in like third grade, being like, oh, Miss Stevenson, she's probably like fifty, but she was probably like a twenty-five year old woman. But like adult was adult. Mm -hmm. But I remember middle school. That's like thirteen, fourteen-year-old girls, kind of that same age range. I remember there were like adults, teachers, men who would like walk behind them and like rub their shoulders or like be too handsy, and it would it was like an understood thing where it's like, oh yeah. Um, Mr. Smith, he's fucking weird. Like you can see, like girls sometimes like you know, like shy away. This guy was a fucking straight up creep. And I had a teacher. He was probably 28, 29, 30, early thirties, doing this to fourteen year olds. And in no world were those fourteen year olds like, oh, oh well, you know, oh, I'm the princess in my fantasy. Yeah, like, Taylor's like describing a man movie. who loves his job. This so I didn't, I didn't see that, like the <laughs> like the the hands on kind of creepiness. But oh, there was that. my chemistry teacher. Um, he was like a gross late forties, early fifties, like mm. very unattractive and overweight guy. And, um, I don't know, he'd make comments like, 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 and jokes in class that were inappropriate for, I, I want to say 10th grade, uh, maybe 11th grade, but mm -hmm. definitely not whenever you take chemistry, like sexual jokes about, he said shower heads have three settings, low, medium, and who needs a man. You know, he was just practicing for his... Oh, I get it. Five. I was slow <laughs> on that one. It took me a while. Oh! 
I'm like, because I thought it was like co-showering, and I'm like, how does that impact temperature desires? Ah, <laughs> it's a masturbatory tool. Got it. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, they would have, you know, scolded a teacher who made a joke like that. It would scold you if the temperature was too high. Yeah. Yeah. Play yeah, on scold. Um, yeah. That yeah. was that wasn't cool. Scold. And then, I don't know. You know, he'd always make sure that a pretty girl was handing out the the, the forms and papers and stuff like. He was just a little creepy. I, I, I remember thinking at the time, like, like, however old I was, 15, probably 16, 17, somewhere in there. Ooh, you shouldn't say that. No. <laughs> and when you're like the tactful one in class, you're like, oh, that's inappropriate. And I'm 16. Well, I think a lot of them didn't get the joke that was part of it, too. Oh, like, yeah. like a lot of my like a lot of my classmates weren't. I, I don't know. I guess you don't that just didn't get the joke. But I'm sitting there like, well, you can't say that. Hmm. <laughs> there was there was this uh, I've said this before, but there was this fat black kid in my seventh grade, and we had this teacher with she was probably in her like early mid twenties with the biggest fucking tits, and nobody else could sell this. It was it was strictly it was strictly Tyrese's word against anyone else because he was the one he would sit in the back of every class, but for that English class he would sit right in front of her on the stool on the front row, and he would like at lunch after would be like, "Oh Taylor, you couldn't see? I swear I saw her pussy, man." And I'm like, Tyrese, you did not see Mrs. Manson's pussy in English. Someone else would have seen it. He's like, oh, "You don't even know. You're sitting in the back," and he would like always sit there every day and say it, and you know that. I mean, he was the younger person. He was just trying to catch an eyeful, so that wasn't really inappropriate. He's a horny boy. But I do remember I had a male gym teacher who was uh, just a grade-A meat gazer. I've mentioned this, too. He would like <laughs> he would stand in the hallway because it was the shower here, and then there was the entrance out of the shower, exit out of the shower, and then you grab your towel that's hanging up, walk back to your locker, and dry off, put your clothes on, go to class. And there was no reason for him to be there. Like After football, when I played football, guess what the football coach did? He went into his office away from everyone showering. And if he came out, he had like a clipboard and was like, hey, guys, it's like it's like three minutes until your next class. Just need to give you. That's what like the normal people did. This guy would just he wouldn't stay in his office. This other guy, he would lean against the wall adjacent to the towel racks and Mm. would watch us dry off. He would watch us dry off and you would catch him meat gazing and he would do it. And he would stand there the entire shower period, not just at the last couple of minutes to be like, come on, you're going to be late. He would stand there the whole time and watch people shower. And he did this every day for, I assume, every single gym class at the school. And it's funny now that I still have friends where I'll be like, dude, that guy was a fucking weirdo. And he did that. And they'll be like, you're, you're reading too much into it. And then I'll like bring in other friends and be like, do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. So you're the minority. Everybody remembers him just walking around staring at our dicks in our, in our naked asses. And at the time we thought it was kind of funny. Like <laughs> what a kook, what a weirdo, <laughs> what a pedo or whatever. And, but you know, we thought yeah, he's not, he's not going to do anything, but uh, yeah, that people like that should probably not be working at, at schools. And I, I guarantee just like pastors, priests anywhere that gives you trust and availability around children you're going to see a preponderance of pedophiles you're probably right i do you think pedophiles seek out those jobs for their pedophile thing or do those jobs turn you into a pedo i think they seek it out oftentimes because they see it as a way to to get in and and engage in their Phil. If part of your job description involved meat gazing, maybe you'd learn to love it. <laughs> well, it's the same way that I would feel like cops. Like there are definitely cops who get involved because they want to help people, but there are also mm. like, a contingent of cops who are like they want to fuck somebody up. I feel know? like the bad cop conversation ended a few days ago. Like, ah, you know what? Never mind. Back burner. We don't need to change anything, reform anything. It's been days since someone had unnecessary murdered. Yeah. Maybe I'm just not paying attention. It's all cyclical. It'll happen again. It'll start where it left off, which is nowhere. With Uh, gun control, I love that cycle. It's like, everyone just take a breath and five days we'll have a new topic. With um, police reform, I hate that cycle. I'm like, let's do something. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just fully invested in the cycle of the Blues, please, making the playoffs. Wait, they might? They might, yes. Arizona sucked dick the last few games, and they lost to San Jose last night. We have three games in hand on them, and we're a point up. And so I think, 
you know, it's in our favor. Only ten, Blues have ten games left this season. Left this season. Uh, Arizona seven games. So I'm excited. I'm hoping that Colorado tears it up at the end of the year and that the Blues make the playoffs because it would be fun to get a seven game series of uh, St. Louis versus Colorado. ESPN I don't think it doesn't have an easy to understand playoff like thing. I don't even know exactly how they're doing. I guess it's all just divisions. And so it'd be one versus four and two versus three per division. And then central and east play and north and west. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't I'm, know how I'm doing. very the Carolina Hurricanes, they've they're the only team in central to have locked their position for the playoffs. So that's good news. Philadelphia on a Yeah, they're not gonna make it. Shit. Philadelphia's not gonna make it? It doesn't look like it because New York, Boston, and the Islanders all have some space above them. And then there's no way they're catching Pittsburgh or uh, Washington with this many games remaining. Pittsburgh sucks. They'll probably lose the rest. That's true. true. (laughs) You know, if Philadelphia wins out, they'll only be a few points behind the existing Pittsburgh. (laughs) How many games are there this season? There's 10 more, I believe. Uh, But it's uh, different for every team. Yeah. So for, oh, no, there's eight more for Philly. Oh. Uh, 10 more for St. Louis, 10 more for Colorado. So there's 56 and, games? Yeah, 56 games. Then eight more for Carolina. <sighs> well, I'm excited. that's the good part about rooting for two teams. Yeah, and if the Blues suck, I'll either join on rooting for Colorado, because of all the teams in our division, I like Colorado the most anyway. I always have ever since Sackick and Forsberg and Patrick Waugh and all those guys in the, in the 90s and early 2000s. And then if oh. not, I'll jump on the Carolina Hurricanes. There you go. You can have two. Colorado and the Hurricanes. Hell yeah. They're not going to play each other unless they meet in the finals, which they might. Ooh, that'd be so cool. That would be really cool. This is the best uh, Carolina Hurricanes team they've had in, what, when they win? 2004, 2005? It's hard to judge a Hurricane uh, five, and it's hard to judge a Hurricanes team because they always do so well in the playoffs. They have like a mediocre regular season and make the Eastern Conference finals or they lose the Stanley Cup or something. Yeah, they always go on a nice tear when they make it, which is preferred as to, you know, those teams that make it every year. And it's like a nice first round at Minnesota where it's like we make the playoffs all the time. And it's like, when's the last time you made it past the first round? It's the like, Blues for a while. The Blues for a while. Did they make Except the playoffs like 26 years in a row or something silly? Yeah, they made the playoffs like 26 years in a row. But they had a bunch of uh, like second round and third round exits. They didn't make it to the cup at all in that. Uh, and they actually only, yeah, every single time they lost in the first or second round. So if they made it to like the second round, it was like, whoa, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) It was good when they like won the Stanley cup because I was like, it really takes a lot of games to win this thing (laughs) because (laughs) twice as many series as before. It takes 16 wins to, uh, to win the the cup in the playoffs. And it was neat because the, the Jersey devils, the exit to get there is 16 W. So every time they make it, the cameras are always like, here we are on 16W on our way to see the Devils. Uh, I hate that team, but just the same. It's a good exit. <laughs> I mean, the Devils had a wonderful stretch, a great season there for many years. I, Fuck I were, them, though. They, 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 like, invented boring hockey. Yeah. The but left-wing lock. That's true. They We've decided that. to take our forwards and put them on defense, too. <laughs> and try and win that way and they did but you hate it they did it was really boring hockey to watch and because they had martin brodeur on the back those defensemen didn't even have to like look back behind them they could play even more aggressively and stop them at the blue line because like oh no what are they going to do dump and chase well there's no brodeur rule yet so our our third defenseman's our fourth defenseman's gonna grab it and then (laughs) tear it up one of our two offensemen and then if someone we don't like gets in the way we're gonna have scott stevens put him in uh the hospital hospital. yeah yeah do you watch you watch big heavy hits from hockey of only like you know the early 2000s and you're like oh oh these are borderline criminal like (laughs) yes they're intending to like you can see scott stevens like go in for and i know you hate him more than anything yeah see this like six foot six 275 pound guy like jump with his shoulder at someone's head and like then the announcers of like 2001 are like that's a clean hockey hit from steve <laughs> the other guys like, always acted like he was cleaner than he was and then the internet is like this guy is dirty as fuck <laughs> but the paid announcers are like what a great hit and it's, it's like, dude, that guy needs a doctor and that guy needs a therapist. Why is he doing that to people? 
He did. Like, it was a common, like, it felt like every couple of years there, it'd be like, you hear what happened to Korea? Yeah. Long end of a, a Scott Stevens hit. No, no, his career's over. Don't worry, though. Scott Stevens, uh, well, they didn't suspend him, but they, they fined him $700. <laughs> he's out dozens of dollars. Oh, yeah. He's, he's very, uh, he's torn up about it. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I promise you this, he's not going to do the exact same thing tonight again. I don't know for sure, but I bet he's in the Hall of Fame. I, I mean, he was a tremendous defenseman, Scott Stevens, but also uh, he wouldn't even be able to play in today's NHL without totally revamping his game. Yeah, that's the one thing that turns me off a little bit about the NHL uh, is is the people who just try to like ruin other people's careers on a regular basis. Like mm-hmm. You don't see that in any other sport am i exaggerating are there other sports where you where you see people like 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 mma is a little different yeah but like you don't see too many people like 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 like, i don't know like like just crank arm bars to the breaking point for example like they usually let go like like you're in a perfect position to disable this man and put him you get thrown out in physical therapy paul harris did it all he deserved it he had a history of doing it he was always doing it It was his thing yeah. Like fuck you, dude. Like, bars, get out of I here. Think, though, but yeah, like any submission, he'd like to choke. He like to hold chokes. He he was just a a, a, a fucking piece of shit. Like he went I, I watched the YouTube. Jake Shields. Jake Shields is a very good grappler. So he's like, you know what? I'm the guy. I'm the guy who's gonna teach him a lesson because I'm a better grappler than him. <laughs> but it turns out Paul Harris has been practicing eye gouges all this time. <laughs> he just like. You think, you know, it would look inadvertent or something. No, man. He was just raking his eyeballs all fight, scratching both corneas, ripping it. Afterwards, he looked like the world's worst stoner. And he's like, look, what the, the fuck? Yeah, it, that it, that's so upsetting. Yeah. That's so upsetting. That, is, that is a really good point, Kyle, that I've never actually consciously thought of. Like, I see stuff, stuff get heated in basketball, football, baseball. I never see them, and maybe it's part of the consequence of allowing fighting is that the guys take more liberties, and the refs are like, "Yeah, oh, if he does something like that, they'll solve it on their own." That probably is what it is, but yeah, this that clip I just linked. This is this guy is the biggest piece of shit in the NHL, bar none. Tom Wilson. This, this is a is, preseason game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we can't. But it's a preseason pre-season? preseason game, and and this is the second Blues player he injured in the preseason. Got a twenty nah, game. Suspension. Fuck that man. He should have. No. He should have been suspended pretty much the whole season. He's a six foot four, six foot five, really big, strong guy, and he plays with no accountability for his body or his actions. And every single season, he does shit like this. And I'm, I, he's one of those players that like I want so bad for Ryan Reeves to not just you know humiliate him. I want to see him have his career ended because he has borderline ruined so many people's careers. This guy, I would I would not be upset if I saw Ryan Reeves put Tom Wilson in the fucking hospital. And it's like, oh, your ankle, you're never going to be able to play anything but minor league again. I'm so sorry. Uh, you didn't really consider that when you were trying to ruin half dozen, dozen other players' careers. Huh, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't think about that. Didn't enter into your equation. Yeah, I, I, fucking shit. Like, like the, the equivalent, I guess, in MMA is occasionally like, You'll have like repeated fouls and like like like, and a mixture of them. Like I can't think of a uh, specific Mm -hmm. example, but like oh, he held the cage and prevented the takedown. So like you know the guy's trying to take him down to the ground, and he he reaches up and grabs the cage, and they're like hey hey, let go of the cage. Well, it's too late to like take that back because like he should be on his back right now with another man on top of him, and instead they're still standing and he's wormed his way out of his position and now they're in the center of the octagon, you know, at distance again. That's strike one, and you should only get two. I think, yeah. like before you, like, like, like I, I take what I mean is, you should only get one. The second time, like, if you hold the cage and then you kick the guy in the ground, the groin, you lose a point. That should be it. If you poke a guy in the eye and then you kick a guy in the groin, you lose a point. Like, yeah. like, and if it's intentional, if if it's a, a situation where like he's just like, <laughs> like if, if he pulls a fucking like yuck, 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 and like like clearly like goes for a foul. Mm-hmm. I think that that should be a point immediately. Like, like I think if like if he rears back and just kicks him between the legs, like, like you can tell when it's intentional, when it's not. It should immediately always be a point. Like, like, like I don't know why these refs are so, I don't know, fucking panty wasted about about like doing their fucking jobs. I know you don't want to like affect the outcome of a fight, 
Um, you see that in playoff basketball. But the cheating a lot. impacts the outcome of fight. Exactly. Exactly. You're letting you're letting this guy like cheat to change the outcome of the fight. It's your job to. This is literally your job. Like this isn't like playoff basketball where they're like, let them play. Come on, let them play. There's there's fucking 45 seconds left. That that that's an incidental foul. Like 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 that had no effect on the game. Like like they're fucking they're, they're playing for the championship here. Let them play. We don't want to end the game fucking seven on a free throw or some shit. Like, let them play. This isn't that. It's like, dude, you've got a cheater out there. You you got someone who's cheating. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I, I, they I they've done a good job of like throwing out some of the worser refs. Um, and Mario Yamasaki um, was the, he was always the guy who like you may have seen him do like his fucking heart on camera all the time before the fights. Like when they didn't introduce him, he did this little fucking heart things, fucking piece of shit. Of the, and he was awful. You know what else they've done that I like a lot? They've um they've made ten eight rounds much more common. So, mm-hmm. uh, for people who don't know how to score fights, one guy gets 10 points. The other guy gets less than that. It's almost always one guy gets 10, one guy gets 9. Why they don't do 1-0, I don't know. But it's a 10-point must system. If you ever hear that, one guy must get 10, and the other guy typically gets 9. The trouble is there's not enough flexibility in there, right? So if I narrowly eke out and do better than the other guy i win that round 10-9 if i absolutely get my shit pushed in well now we're tied you know i've i've got a 10-9 and a 9-10 third round decides it when it shouldn't and what they've done in mma all of mma or definitely ufc is they've made 10-8s much more common so now you can kind of win two points off a round rarely mm-hmm. three but mostly it's you get deal. one or two yeah it's a big deal um and uh and and i like that rule a lot um because because of exactly what you said sometimes you've got like maybe the first round they end up like on the floor the whole time winner you know yeah or or, you know the first round maybe they're just kind of gauging each other and there's just there were eight total strikes thrown the first round okay we're nobody won we just have to declare that this guy got 10 points and this one got nine yep the second round (laughs) The other guy was on his back the whole fucking time getting hammer fisted. He barely made it. He's got like, a Yolanda carry... check forehead. <laughs> They're still yeah. calling it 10 9. The yeah, other way. He, he got destroyed. But you're saying that this is a tied fight right now going into the third? And, and like, a, like, 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 no, no, come on. Um, that, uh, that this fight... is probably a bad idea. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. But I, I, I'd be interested in hearing third round double points. Just because I. It's kind of like who would have won a fight is how I like to see these things. Oh, if it goes to a decision, like okay, and I, I can respect that. I'm not why, sure I like it. Okay, but like if you beat me two rounds and then I beat you in the third round and it's pretty clear that like, you know, if there was imaginary fourth or fifth, I figured you out. Now I'm better. It's just that it took me two rounds to, to get there. Yeah, I I would have beat you in a no rules fight. You know what I would what would actually be better for the spectators though, and for mm. the sport, first round double points. I'm listening. What's they the get case after for that? they get they, they get after oh, it right no away. They, they, like you get a lot of first round knockouts because there's, there's there's less time to fucking gauge <laughs> your opponent, feel your opponent. Hey, so we, I got to win this first round. This is huge. Either I win this first round, or it could be a fucking majority draw. It, even if I do figure him out for rounds two and three, but but what you suggested with the third round double points, it's like uh, you're gonna have a lot of that like slow pace Yoel Romero type shit where yeah. it's just like you know just just I've only got I can only throw twelve punches before I'm gassed, but they're gonna be hard. <laughs> they're, they're gonna, gonna be, be hard, and I'm throwing all twelve <laughs> of them in the third. <laughs> yeah, that that probably would happen. All the rounds double points. It, yeah, it's it, it's pretty teasing, good the I'm way it is stupid, right now. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know. Like like maybe if I was gonna make some kind of a change, I would almost like it if there's a majority draw. All right, one more round. Oh, you know they do that in um the Ultimate Fighter. They used to mm. anyway. Yeah, that, that what would happen is they'd fight two rounds, and there'd only be a third if the tie needed to be broken. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense for a, a health and safety point of view with those guys, and and because of the schedule that they're having to fight on as well. Um, but but like majority draw is very disappointing when it happens, especially in like a championship bout or a, a pay per view bout. 
Uh, you know, when you play like uh, Wonder Boy versus Tyron, for example. Um, it it so, adds a little bit to the rematch story, though. Like they it, tied last time, you know. It does. It can. I, it can is what I'll say. Okay. Um, but shit, a sixth round. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's give... <laughs> actually, I like that more though. Wait, That's better. Can you imagine, like, like, like the drama of that moment? Like Bruce Buffard, like so and so scores it, blah 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 blah, blah, and he just goes through them all, and you're like, I had to be like, this is a majority draw. That's right, final death, instant <laughs> death mode, round six, and then like, like fucking, oh, like, the place would go down. It'd be better than a hockey shootout. It'd be did, like, yeah, like, like, like the light, the lighting changes, the music, like, like they've got like special music for it. It's yeah, like, oh fucking smoke <laughs> effects coming out. Yeah, you know, there's one fighter who's fucking salivating at the opportunity to fight a six yeah. round, and the other one going, oh, oh, oh it's no. that, it's that, it's like, it's like clip <laughs> from Ladies wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, we are entering the brass knuckle round. <laughs> <laughs> they know that they only have like six punches is left dude i love the idea of a, a uh, what, what are they not brass knuckle around but <laughs> what are they in, instant death they instant do they death. they do call it instant death like in instant soccer death. like when the next sudden point death. wins sudden death sudden, sudden death. death they yeah. should call it a sudden death round <laughs> in fighting it has a whole nother meaning first person that gets hit like not even the hard. guys like the guys like this <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> can't believe it it's like, it's like, i thought we were done here that's all i had <laughs> like no, i don't man. know man i i would dig that a lot like 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 an instant a sudden death round if if, if it goes to majority draw it'd be a super rare thing when it happened you'd be like oh, oh god it would be great yeah It'd especially be... in like a huge fight like 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 a like a like a big like headline main event fight Imagine like, if wonder like boy got, woodley like a, went to the sixth round that fight wouldn't be boring maybe it wouldn't maybe they just fucking bullshit around for another round him. i don't yeah, think a sixth right. round is gonna pull you know hit pull the, well, they just keep going won. they're like for the first time ever we are going to a double sudden death round not, <laughs> you can't even not, have it oh i actually, guess if I one guess guy so. got a penalty you could win the round 10-9 and get a penalty oh. point and it'd be 9-9 just very yeah. confused. We're going or, to a or, second sixth round. <laughs> We're going to a sudden or death round. Yeah. This, yeah. this one, you both get a knife, but only one of them's real. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make us they're, get they're the guns. Like, feels real. Oh. <laughs> Nami Yunus has pulled the dreaded fake knife. <laughs> my, my dusters are made of rubber. Oh, that's the way she goes. <laughs> dusters. Yeah, I um, I, uh, I love MMA. I knuckles a duster. Knuckle duster. Oh, I never yeah. heard of that. Okay. I love MMA. MMA. I, I don't know what the next card's looking like, uh, but there's always just drama cooking. You know, like, like like a lot of these guys who know how to play the game and like work social media and work the drama part of it. Like, I like those guys. Like 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 I. Sometimes it's not the X's and O's aren't enough, right? Like, like you need a storyline. That's why, like, the Super Bowl was so great this year because you had Tom Brady and all that story behind him, and you, it, it, it made it so much more interesting. If there's a story to be told, it's great. Like, that's why Conor McGregor versus um, um, Nur Nurmagomedov was so fucking nuts. You know, like Conor's calling the guy's dad a terrorist. Yeah, he, he attacked that bus, and then you've got Khabib, who's just this world beater, and you're. It, it was a great storyline. Like, like you had to watch. They genuinely hated each other. They like Khabib jumped out of the ring and attacked Connor's um, team after the fight. Like it was, he, he spit on him. It was crazy. So the next big UFC event is 262. Mm -hmm. It's hard to match the last one, but it's got Charles Oliveira, the cowboy, I think is against Michael Chandler, that guy from Bellator who was champion. He came over and he beat one of our guy, a UFC guy. I forget who. I could beat. have sworn Oliveira just has lost it, it like this week. I'm I almost I positive. Yeah. I thought he was like the main, um, like the final fight of? on the prelims. Um, no, I don't think so. I'm pulling up his record real quick right now. Uh, no, the guy hasn't lost since 2017. So I, I think this is this is a um, basically title eliminator. Okay. And uh, but Nate Diaz against Leon Edwards is on that card. Mm -hmm. Tony mm -hmm. Ferguson against Benil Dariush. Good one uh, too. Okay. You got, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of blood. 
there will be blood. That's the that's the fucking like like yeah so, like like that like like UFC two sixty six. There will be blood yeah. because because Nate Diaz like is definitely going to bleed. Tony Ferguson, either he's going to be bloody or the other man will. This will these will not. Mm. Sometimes you have clean fights, right? You know, there's a little yeah. bruising submissions. That's not going to be the case that night. There will be blood. I wish Tony would fight Nate now that I think about it. Different way. Oh classes, my but... God. Yes. Yeah. Why aren't they doing that? <laughs> I, maybe Nate. Two guys who don't know how to quit. Yeah. So Nate Diaz Taylor is interesting because he's been in a lot of fights. He has a lot of boxing too. Mm-hmm. He has scar tissue all over his face. So it bleeds very easily. Combine that with one of the best chins in MMA history. And he can just get punched 300 times a night and keep coming. And yeah, it, and he's covered in blood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, it seems I like I watched his fight versus Con- versus Connor. That was him, not Nick. Nick yeah, right. correct. Correct. Yeah. And his face was uh I didn't know about all the scar tissue. I thought he was just an ugly man. Mm. Uh but yeah, he was bleeding a lot more than than Connor's face. You think Connor Nate's would ugly? hit him with Connor would hit him with a huge shot and Nate would fall, like knock Nate to the ground and Nate would be ready to pull guard. He's like oh, he's like, Come on, come on down here. Oh yeah, you knocked me to the ground. I'm fine down here. This is this is my happy place. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like shit. Hey, get back up. God damn it. I thought you'd be unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> you still alive? Gotta try it again. Oh my, my hand's getting sore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh Nate's, Nate, Nate's a monster. Yeah, Nate's ugly. Come on. I guess you're right. He looks almost simian in this picture, doesn't he? He does. He's got an odd hairline. He, yeah, oh, I just a, realized how fucking what is it called the hairline chart Wolfgram or something? Wolfgram. I'm not he, familiar with that. Uh, I have it wrong. It was supposed to be an alley oop. Let's see, hair loss chart. What do I look for? It is called the. Some people's hair just doesn't recede, and it looks Norwood. Like, Norwood. Okay. You've never heard of the Norwood scale? I have not, uh. but like. If you become a full-fledged adult man and your hair doesn't go back further than like his, it looks weird. He's got like the the forehead of a ten-year-old right there. <laughs> I, I see. I look at it differently. I see him as a Norwood god. He is there, like next to Ronald Reagan, as a guy whose hairline has not moved since middle school, and he's just I like that thing. Gifted. I like the thing black guys do, where like wherever the furthest part of their hairline is, they do a straight line all the way across. Yeah. Like, like, I've done like, that. Like, sure, sure. His, his, his opponent here has done it. Like, like in this picture you just linked, his opponent has done it. Like he, he went back to like the, the deepest recession of the hairline and then just made a clean swoop all the way across. Yeah. yeah. Eventually that trick just is gonna draw more attention than it's warrants. Yeah, it's you know, called the LeBron. Yeah, the, exactly. The LeBron very rapidly, that headband just retreating further and further up his forehead. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's um I yeah I, uh, I'm looking forward to the ne- the next event because this last one just just was so hype it was so fucking good yes. I fucking loved it yeah. I want more I want more they ki- um, it, it I best event in years you see you see the only person to call out Kamaru Usman wait wait the only person to call out who was it oh uh, Connor yeah Connor McGregor yeah that's fake he calls out everybody he doesn't want any piece of that he does not want any piece of that no he's just it, it's like when Jake Paul called out Daniel Cormier. Yeah, he doesn't actually want to fight that man. Mm-hmm. He just wants you to think he wants to fight him. I'd pay for that pay-per-view. Get him on the line. I want to see it too. I, I want to see it. It's like Cormier's going to win, right? He's a professional fighter. He's one of the better heavyweight yeah. champions ever. Yeah. And he was a pretty good striker. Great but striker. How? How can that giant marshmallow still fight? He just can. He's just talented. He's talented. He's strong, and he he's, he carries that weight very efficiently. Well, you'd have to. <laughs> he's just so. I mean, I mean, he's not that overweight. I think is the thing. Like, like I, I think see. he's carrying around forty extra pounds, but he's so strong that it's like you know, yeah, it's forty pounds. I could carry four hundred. <laughs> like, 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 he's just he's just so goddamn strong. Yeah, I think if you he cut forty off of him, he's looking pretty lean. I think um, if you cut forty off him, he doesn't have abs. I mean, but that's the body of a guy. There's an enormous amount of power in that body. So much power. That's true. 
so much power, so much like lower body strength, so much wrestling strength. And by the which... way, I didn't pick like fat Daniel Cormier. He's literally in the octagon in that picture fighting. That's fight night Daniel Cormier. That's not between camps Daniel Cormier. Yeah. That, that man is, he's, he probably just won in that picture. He's smiling. Dude, he loves food. He loves food. He, 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 he and, and like, you know, like, like he's, he has no interest in being some sort of disciplined, uh, Got, I mean, he look, he was in, the only person who can beat Daniel Cormier at 205 is John Jones. There was only one man alive who could ever beat him at mm-hmm. 205. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, we all know he should have been a weight class below. He should have been a weight class below. He'd have been the scariest 185er ever. Yeah. <laughs> he I, I would have literally you. been the scariest 185er ever. I think you're right. Joe Rogan thinks you're wrong. Joe Rogan thinks he belongs at heavyweight with all that fat on him, and that's his natural weight class. Well, Joe Rogan can't shop for for shirts. Joe Rogan doesn't have a shirt that fucking fits, so I don't care what he thinks. <laughs> he does like, not have a shirt that I, fits. I was watching that with somebody the other night. I was like, look at Joe Rogan's shirt. Those buttons are screaming for mercy. He is testing he their look- tensile strength. It's an experiment. Oh, my God. They're threaded on with Kevlar or something. That's the only, that's, that's the only way to explain it. And I look like, like, like he's, of course, right next to uh, D.C., and DC, big boy, but and his shirts, what I, what I think a, a common person like walking down the street would think is tight. It's like it's like it's very mm. form fitting, mm. and it fits him well because it's clearly a, a tailored shirt. Like it's made to like fit his shape, mm-hmm. and, and like it, it's it's becoming. I think is the, is is how we'll describe DC's shirt. Joe Rogan's shirt is just stuck to his body. It looks like he's gotten real sweaty, it's and it, yeah. it's painted on. It's it's so tight. He needs to he needs at least two or three inches added to like the 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 circumference at every measurement. Oh, <laughs> I've never noticed that. I'll need to look up. It's so in incredibly tight. Shirt. It makes no sense for it. the man. The man's incredibly wealthy. Like he's clearly wants to look like that. I, I <laughs> he clearly wants to look like so this. That's his goal. He's like like like. You, well, he you, can't buy non-button-up shirts because his head just ruins the neck hole now. Just ruins him. He's like George Costanza <laughs> with a fucking turtleneck. Look, look, look at Taylor throwing head smoke. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I think he might have me beat. He, on I think that you're corral, right. I would have his natural head beat, but what? With you what he's would. Doing? He was a handsome young man. Yeah, this is a very was. good picture, but it's on my screen. <laughs> like he hardly looks like the same dude. Yeah, yeah. that's a totally. You know what? That looks like Joe Rogan's more normal son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that looks like Jared Rogan. I think uh, I think this version of Joe Rogan we got is uh, the best fifty-five-year-old Joe Rogan, however old he is, that, that, can, that, be. that can be. That there yeah. can be. Okay, We're looking you at know? Rogan, he did not. He was not blessed by the Norwood gods. No. He yeah. I, look, look, he looks good with a shaved head. Um, he's, he's super buff. He's like, he, he's a big dude. Uh, and, uh, you know, but, but at the same time, what he really wasn't blessed by was the height gods. Cause he's like five, six or something like that. And it's like, man, he's five, six and he's really wide. He's stocky. I think is, is, is like a lot of guys say they're stocky and it's like, no, you're fat. You're, you're fat. You're not stocky. Like you don't have, ex- your hips aren't wide. You, you have normal hips under there. Like, like, like you're just fat. You're, you're, you're fat. But like Joe Rogan is just stocky. He's literally like shaped like fucking Gimli or something like that. Like incredible <laughs> amount of power. I would love to know what Joe Rogan squats. The fact that he has one of the like highest scores ever on that kicking machine is yeah. just proof of concept. Right. GSP there. Like, says Joe Rogan is the hardest hitting person on earth. Like harder than Nganu, harder than what Joe Rogan didn't do with his foot is a harder hit than anyone else on earth that has hit that machine i believe that and 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 that is saying something because that machine has been hit by a lot of professional athletes who hit things for a living i wonder how there might be some fucking slavic monster over there that's that's (laughs) some sort of like boxer or kickboxer or sambo champion i don't know um but but i i I believe that like like it's just because he's you would think that long legs would be more conducive but i think maybe dense heavy legs 
are more conducive for, for for producing power on that particular machine maybe or yeah, i'd, I I'd like right. to see know. the best way to hit that machine hard like like what if usain bolt ran through it you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, is, how, what is the hardest strike we could generate i wonder yeah you ever hit one you have one of those uh, punching machines in an arcade or something i have yeah yeah, yeah. You know I, what? I, I, i've never hit one without hurting myself I've really? never hit one and been happy with my score. I just I always hurt myself because uh, I'm usually drunk when I'm hitting them. Mm. Of course, that's the only time yeah. you convince yourself because when you're drunk, you forget like, oh yeah, I put a dollar in and then I hit it, and the dollar's gone and the game's over and it's locked back up in the little thing. Like you, it's just it's just a shitty game. I'll, I'd rather I, play I, tea, top golden tea. I can't keep my wrist straight when I'm drunk. Like like I'm I'm fucking like. My wrist is bending down and shit. I can't keep it straight. I need somebody to wrap my fucking hands at the bar. I want to see how big a hit, like if we just somehow incentivized a gorilla to punch it. Like through oh, that, its enclosure and just kind of gauge. It would be impossible to get a gorilla to give its full effort unless it mm -hmm. understood what you were asking. But just to see like, hey, you know, the gorilla kind of did like a sideways, like 10th effort slap. And you, know you could do like a Jerogan kick. You could get a horse to kick. That's a good idea. It's a great I'd like to idea. See, I'd like to see that. Can we get a rhinoceros to poke it? I'm not saying. I don't think they're. I, I think it's. I don't know how it works. Yeah. You think so? I, I still like the Usain because Bolt it's idea. more of a lift, you know, than a strike. That's true. It would it would flip it over more than it would punch it forward. Can we get a yeah. buffalo to stampede it? Mm. Multiple buffalo. Those buffalo are so much bigger than you think they are. You guys ever seen an American buffalo in person? I'm gonna. Apparently, they're all over this motorcycle trail I'm taking. You will be shocked. Its head is the size of a car hood. Yeah, they're huge. Like, like they they're zoo. Like you think of them, like, oh, I bet it's about a little bigger than a cow. It's like three or four times bigger than a cow's head. It's it's shockingly yeah. enormous. Like so, I, I've petted one before, and it's just like, I'm glad I have these carrots. If we don't <laughs> eat I'm glad these things don't eat people like me. I'm glad because he could carrots. How many carrots is he eating? My God, this mass! You know, <laughs> four hundred pounds of carrots a day. We should probably wrap it there. We're doing uh, a couple of hangouts. hangouts. If you guys want to, ah, everybody's listening to this is a potential hangout member, I guess. Anyway, but but yeah, we're doing some some hangouts with the with the fifty gang uh, after this. And Woody and Taylor need to eat their dinner before we start. So yes, I do. I got to run out and munch. Very good. PKN three forty nine.